22 of the Star Wars Weekly Podcast. I'm Ben, I'm joined with Adam and Grant, and we're going to walk you back through uh, really the last weekend, primarily, of uh, the San Diego Comic-Con, um, and talk about all things that are new in Star Wars, um, in a little more abbreviated, finally, episode for <laughs> us. Uh, Grant, you want to give us Core World News? Yeah, so we're just going to be covering everything that's released at Comic-Con since we last posted our, our last episode. And um, we'll go right back to it. We mentioned it last time, but Clone Wars is coming back. Clone Wars saved, everybody. Uh, and, and there's going to be 12 new episodes, and I believe they'll be covering the Siege of Mandalore. Um, uh, do you guys have anything to say about that topic? Sweet helmets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's it it's I, again partially might be because I'm right in the middle of a rewatch of the Clone Wars, so it's kind of one of those fortuitous moments where I'm like, oh, I got to slow down my watching of it now to try mm-hmm. to wait yeah. to 2019. But um, it's gonna be fun. I, the, the the little preview slash was it 30 second clip they showed, you know, they yeah, did a good trailer. job of putting that together. That trailer, yeah, that trailer was got yes. all the all the feels, all the tingles in it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool to see them giving love to some prequel era content. Um, there's actually a lot coming out now, yep. as I'm sure we'll get into. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I love the show. Um, it's just cool, a little more of a good thing. It's nice to see, you know, it's nice to see things coming back. Yeah, it's sort of like that's another new direction that um, that Disney can go in. It's sort of like, well, you know, we had our limitations, but now, I mean, they're going to have their own video on demand network. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want, which is yeah. really just more creative license for all their incredibly right. talented creative people they have yeah. working for them. So they A plus need, all around. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy it. Can't they wait. need content, months. right? Like they're going to yeah. need yeah. content. And I think, you know, popular culture really, you know, bagged the prequels. And I think when Disney bought it, they thought they understood kind of what Star Wars fandom was. Yeah. Because of just, you know, surface level. And I don't think they realized... And I and I'll be honest myself. I didn't realize until we started doing this podcast how much love there is for the prequels and what is mm. what is what a strong yeah. group of like dedicated fans who love the prequels. And this is from someone who really enjoys the prequels. Um, did not realize it out there. So I think Disney kind of you know you're saying kind of went oh wow here's a whole other untapped market that we can get to and try to make everyone happy and. You know, not to get too businessy with it, but notice how they're doing it, right? They're doing it on their streaming platform. They're going to release comic books. Notice they're not books, yeah, books, yeah, because they got the Amidala. Notice they're not doing movies yet about the Clone War, about about the prequel era stuff, right? Like I think they realize that the fans, Mm -hmm. those are the 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 kind of like dedicated diehard, will do all the EU stuff, and they're trying to build it there for a little bit. I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Solo sniffed the prequel era. It was you know, you know, it was still the Grand Empire, the Republic, but yep. um, Or I'm sorry, the uh, you know the Imperial Empire takeover, but. 
Um, but still, it yeah. was, there was a little some callbacks. Totally. I mean, there was a character at the end of that movie. Uh-huh. I don't want to spoil this <laughs> yeah. for anyone yeah, 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 who yeah. was involved in the prequels. We'll yes. just say that. Yeah, and you know, like we've talked about before, they they will sprinkle it in, right? Even Last Jedi, you get Darth Sidious gets a name check, right? Yeah, like they're they're yeah. prequels moments. Balance of the Force, that is a prequel era idea. Yeah. So it's definitely there. They're just kind of toying with it. I think they've at yeah. that dropping in, trying to feel kind of what what fans want and what they can do to satisfy a large proportion of the yeah. fans without right. doing too much quote unquote fan service. Right, and I mean, a lot of people complain about the prequels for you know demystifying some elements and. Lots of blue screen, cheesy dialogue from time to time. But but at the end of the day, it is probably the most Tolkien-esque out of all the trilogies. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. really does build out the galaxy. And it just yeah. creates so many new avenues for different fans to explore and uh, and relate with. And I think that's like a huge, huge incentive for a lot of the people who love Clone Wars and are excited to see Clone Wars coming back uh, in this animated form. Um, what's really interesting is, I was thinking the other day, I was like, when do we last see, or when do we see Ahsoka again? In the animated series, in, in Rebels, we see her at. And is it Moribond? Season one, because she doesn't she come out as the oh. uh, as the informant or She's the, the informant. Uh, there's, okay, the, there's a right. specific yeah. title for her. It's uh, uh, Fulcrum. 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 That's right. exactly what it was. And doesn't she step out of the shadows almost literally at the yeah. end of season one? God, maybe was season, season one. Two? I feel like it might have been two. season two, but yeah, she's a plot motivator right. for them. Mm-hmm. I f- God, I felt like it was two or three, but I guess they only did four seasons, right? So yeah. it would have to be probably one or two. Because then there's the show showdown. Because I feel like season yeah. four didn't have her in it at all. Because season yeah. three ended well, with the showdown. Season four, we don't see her. We see her again. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she pops up actually in a couple of places, but she's not, yeah. you know, she's not in more than a handful. No. There was actually an arc where she was rolling with the crew. Right. Um, and I feel like that was beginning of season two. Yeah. So, so maybe yeah. we'll see some connective tissue there. Um, people love some, Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They love her. Yeah. And um, people love Ashley Eckstein, the voice over time. Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah. And so, I, you know, I imagine, I mean, they. Yeah. I don't know, everything I read, it's people like whether it's video game forums or, mm-hmm. um, you know, just people talking about. Uh, Star Wars, they clamor for yeah. for more Ahsoka stuff. I heard collecting. Yeah, Kevin Smith kind of dropped an idea during his Comic Con pa- panel, and this is like immediately after hearing about the Clone Wars and wondering if they're trying to get Ahsoka back into the conscious of Star Wars fans, and it's going to happen before that. That series is going to have to happen before um, Episode Nine, right? Because Episode hmm. Nine is the end of 2019. That's coming out right. sometime in 2019, and we still need a strong female person leading the rebellion or involved with the rebellion uh, who knows I how long Tegruda's live but yeah that'd be pretty old well would she i mean she's she's pretty young in the clone wars right and so she'd be what maybe 10 years older than leia than the leia she'd be han's age probably right yeah plus though you're right ben because if there's a time jump between episode eight and nine then you're really pushing the boundaries of her being like close yeah. to 100 yeah but i yeah. mean again who knows how long Tegruda's live right mm-hmm. like she could right I mean, and maybe she's just old. Yeah. Or maybe she looks like a million uh, bucks. I mean, you right. to live 900, maybe. Right. Who knows? And I, so I have a quick question to you guys about the Clone Wars return. Think about it. Is this the first time we're going to see the Clone Wars done in the Disney era, right? Since we've had hmm. Disney movies. Specifically, yeah. yeah. Are we going to see any of our favorite Disney characters show up? Yeah. See, I, I, want, to, I want to jump right in because... I'm I'm super excited that we're gonna get more Clone Wars uh, information, but I also do want to see some retconning in terms of seeing maybe Emphis Nest, maybe mm-hmm. Krennic, Ooh, maybe some of these Krennic, characters get yeah. explored. But then I also have this this feeling in my stomach that maybe the the show is kind of already built out off of old animatics and things yeah. like that. So yeah. maybe 
they hadn't drawn those characters or rendered them and it would just be too much time and money yeah. to, to yeah. do that at this point but would love to see maybe Amphis Ness jump in yeah uh, or or just her origin yeah. or yeah. um or, or Krennic. Or at the very least, Weasel. We, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, true. honestly. Or a mission yeah. to Corellia, right. and we get a young, young Han Solo and a right. young, young Kira. Yeah. I would I love, love to see them do Corellia, yeah. you know, uh, animated. That 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 planet yeah. was so cool. Yeah. Um, be yeah. really young, though, right? They'd be like, right. Like, or, like yeah, Star Wars babies. You could <laughs> yeah. see maybe a young um, Hera or something. Yeah. Oh, that's, um, I didn't even think about that. You're right. They could start bringing some of the Rebels for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot to cover in 12 yeah. episodes. Chances are yeah. they had, I mean, I know, so season seven mm-hmm. was turned into a book yeah. called uh, Dark Disciple, which is amazing. Right. Yeah. And that really was good. just like this really undercover thing. And it has nothing really to do with clones. It was all about, yeah. um, you know, uh, Asajj Ventress and um, a Jedi that I'm escaping my name, but he was in a couple episodes. And um, yeah, yeah, that was cool. But I don't know. I can picture. Um, we'll see. I, I have a feeling though that I mean they had all this done. Yeah. If if you saw the first half of six, it was super all lore and cool right. stuff with Yoda arcs yeah. and like yeah. Um, really yeah cool stuff. So I don't know. Who knows what it's going to be? But that trailer suggested it was like really we're going to see a lot of clone troopers. Oh yeah, and, uh, that yeah. would be cool. I don't really feel, are there any sort of plot lines that need to be sewn up that they would do in that? I mean, that you can think of off the top of your head? Again. It's been years since I got since that I got deep through into it. it so yeah. I don't think so. I think people just really wanted it tied up to a nice bow where the season ends directly before the beginning of, of episode, uh, three. episode three. Did, right. did you guys see the Tartaroski uh, Clone Wars yeah. episodes that we talked about? Yeah. That? yeah. So that does. Yeah. It's actually, yeah. those, those kind of bookend yeah. the animated series. Yeah. Um, the, there's the first season and then the second season yeah. and the second season bleeds right up. Right I mean, it, yeah. they really did a good job with Those are beautiful. Grievous and, yeah. um, and all the things. It's just like all yeah. these little vignettes of, um, of, yeah. of battles and Jedi fighting and like, and it was really kind of great. We should do a rewatch of those yeah. and, the and cover those. Ones? Yeah. Cause yeah. I haven't seen them in years. Yeah. But I they're not canon, but I have them and yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. I'm sure they're online too. Um, uh, jumping back to that, that, uh, Kevin Smith commentary, um, if if this is raising awareness for Ahsoka, uh, for the fan base, and and she is to appear in nine in some way, shape, or form, it could be interesting if she's like the final frame of the film. Like yeah. mm. Ray is going to train with much like Obi Wan sent Luke to Yoda. Yeah. It would be like Luke sending Ray to find Ahsoka at like right. the very end yeah. or something. Like, I could see that working. Other than that, I don't see it working. I could yeah. see her being the last frame. If, yeah. If that's that's a bold move, but yeah, I think one of you mentioned the idea of Luke and Ahsoka meeting at some point, and the more I think about that, the more that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Luke is so disillusioned with mm-hmm. the Jedi, and so is Ahsoka, and Ahsoka yeah. didn't leave the Force behind like Luke right. did. She found a different path, a way to do right. this that wasn't tied into doctrine, right? right. And so it'd be really interesting. This idea, Grant, kind of like I like that idea of right going. I I met this person that you know yeah. knows what the Force is without being tied into right. all of these, you know quote-unquote religious elements or what mm-hmm. have you right. maybe like that's that would be really interesting okay. yeah i mean they definitely could have crossed paths during his like vision quest right you know jedi force quest um so yeah that would definitely be interesting i could see a situation in um episode nine where you know if they jump forward there's sort of the framework or scaffolding of a jedi new jedi academy mm-hmm. and um you know times past she's reached out to some people and maybe as part of that academy 
you know, they do this sort of reveal. You know, you don't really know who's in the academy yet. You yeah. see a couple characters. Mm-hmm. You know, there right. is an academy. I could see it in the crawl. Like she's yeah. been working on this, um, but while teaching herself and teaching others, um, and then like sort of like she comes out of the shadows yeah. and it's like, oh wait, you know, right. one of one of the people helping out with that is Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, then she could be a very very main character in that if yeah. they wanted to do it that way. They don't really need to explain it too much. Hmm. No, that fits. Do you think we'll get a kind of Bruce Wayne, Wayne Manor thing where Ray goes to rebuild Luke's temple? Or does she start, if if they start oh, a new Jedi know. order? Or do you think we'll get like a, a new Jedi temple at a new planet or something? That would be cool. I like that idea. Yeah. I, mean, it, yeah. I, I mean, we could come from Luke himself and be like, listen, you know what? I gave, to, I gave up too early. Go back there. It's a good spot. But I mean, I, I would I'd like to see it be Luke directed, right? Be like, all right, you're hmm. going to run your situation, but... It could, I mean, he's seen a lot of very powerful, um, you know, planets and systems in the force. So he knows and like, he could probably guide her to be like, start it here and then maybe I could commune with you more easily. Um, or it'll unlock some possibility to commune with Qui-Gon Jinn who, you know, I don't know, something like It's a more natural story beat to have her go to that site and pick up a brick than it is to like do a time jump and show the finalized temple. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's just way easier. Yeah. you know, the more you guys are talking about, it, the more I just picture her going there, picking up a brick, moving it around, and then Force Ghost Luke just comes out of the debris. Yeah, just he's like, like, what are you doing here? Just like Obi, just like Obi Wan on Dagobah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah. like, oh, like you know, like you know, this is my greatest fail, my my yeah, yeah. site of my greatest failure. Yeah. Yada yada yada. You know. Yeah, yeah that Star would be Wars, very cool. Star Wars. Um, as far as <laughs> as far as news goes, I mean, there were other Clone Wars era stuff to come out. We sort of alluded to it, but yeah. We, I mean, it feel yeah, we, we'd be amiss. Do you have that there? Yeah, we'll jump. We'll jump to. We'll do comics first. Sure. How do you feel about okay. that? Okay. Okay. We'll, well do, uh, okay. Sure. We'll do comics. We'll jump to books. There are, there's a lot of uh, Clone Wars prequel stuff. Yeah, in the I just books. wanted to. I'll just get it out now. Yeah. Uh, yeah I just wanted to say that it's very cool. It feels like it's almost as if like Disney and Lucasfilm is doing a season of like almost a year yeah. celebrating the Clone Wars. Right. Um, which is very cool yeah. for um, Battlefront 2 fans right. that are out yeah. there. We'll know there's literally a Clone Wars season coming this fall. But, in it, you know, it's this great cross-cutting um, move where it's, you know, we're going to get books, comics, video game content, yeah. and now this TV show. And I just I just think that's so clever. And this is like a staple of, of the difference between Kathleen Kennedy and George Lucas, where she's very mm-hmm. organized. She's very, yep. you know... Um, very focused yeah. and um and i just love it it's love a marketing move but in yeah. not a cynical way at all like no. it, that that's just brilliant and i it makes like, it fun for the consumer so i'm excited to delve back into the right. prequel era in yeah. a way i haven't been in a long long time and i feel like you know they got at least a year at least a year before they can start actually doing stuff that ties in at all to episode nine right because like yeah. the road to episode seven road to episode eight stuff i don't think came out until the, the summer or fall before it was only a few months before so they got time to do yeah. they got space to fill and what a great way to do that of just having a really mm-hmm. focused idea of just let's do a lot of you know prequel stuff maybe one year we'll get let's do a lot of the older public stuff who knows right and then they're going to bounce forward with right. probably a lot you know the resistance is going to come mm-hmm. out in end of 2019 and then we're going to have episode nine and it's yeah yeah they'll shift again yeah. and then who knows where it's going to go from there it could yeah. be old far old republic far yep. future I don't know. Yeah, right. Well, the Clone Wars is the biggest war in the canon, and so yeah. it mm-hmm. need, needed to get bolstered with more content. Yes, you yes, know, agreed. it's, just, it's, it's good so to see more wars in the stars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of the, I mean, the, the 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 wars afterwards, the Galactic Civil War, 
and the war between the resistance and the first order are, are very scrappy and kind yeah. of just yeah. you know just weirdly smaller scale yeah, small even scale. though the the effects right. are yeah. as, as grand right yeah so but Clone Wars big armies yeah yeah right uh jump into comics so um okay uh All right <laughs> charles sewell said a bunch of interesting things uh he's talked about the state of the galaxy mm-hmm. at the end of poe dameron which is going to end with issue 31 he said that uh, the galaxy is devoid of help for the resistance, and they're just four starships. It's gonna—it's just a really tough place at the end of the day. Yeah, um, that was kind of interesting. So, still no help coming. So, the, I, reading Poe Dameron, I've, I've gotten the sense that the last arc of of the comic. Well, I know for the fact that the last arc of the comic. It stays running concurrently to The Last Jedi. Mm. So I have a feeling it's going to end not with, and here comes all the help of them still searching yeah. for yeah. help because right. they don't want to give still away. Still working on it. So I feel yeah. like what he's saying is basically the episode, the the, the, the story, the comic is going to end at the very end of The Last Jedi and we're not going to know. It's going to be a big yeah. old to be continued. Right, right. Right. So let us know what you want to do, JJ. Yeah, they're going to increase. <laughs> yeah. They're going to increase the tension, not release any tension. Yeah. I think so because that would be a up. huge giveaway in a comic, which is why I'm surprised they're doing this. Be like, oh, by the way, there's like 50 million space yeah. starships coming. Right. Like you, see, you can't do that because then Billy be like, D. Williams yeah. winning smile surrounded right. by battle droids. Yeah. Um, so he says there's only four starships left. So I take it that's the Millennium Falcon and Black Squadron. Is that um, what they have at this point? Yeah, I guess so. That's a good point is what are those four starships, right? So it's got to be the Falcon, right? Because they only get out on the Falcon. And yeah, probably Black. Well, so so late breaking casting news. Um, I don't know if this is kind of a rumor going around today, Hmm. which is probably not the least surprising rumor is... Adam's like breaking news. Yeah, sitting in the parking lot lot at a Wendy's looking up news before this. (laughs) Um, Is this the itchy beard? What's that? This is the itchy beard. No, what's the itchy beard? Well, Greg Greg Gunn. Oh, is that his nickname? Uh, Snap Wexley. Yeah. Oh, is that? But I don't know. No, no. He's. he's, I mean, the whole point. He said he had a very itchy beard at Comic Con, and they said, "Is that beard for Snap Wexley?" And he said, "Well, it better be because." Oh, I just, I just read my wife's mad. I'm throwing out. (laughs) Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so we know. Which I little bummed. I'm not usually spoiler person, but like he is the leader of Black Squadron in currently in in Poe Dameron. So I was very interested to see if they were going to kill him off in the comics or not. I mean, I'm not surprised he's coming back to a JJ joint. I mean, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's his guy, but yep. still. JJ's like, yeah, no, keep him alive. Thanks. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> if they were, it had to be like Charles Sewell. Just, just to let you know, you can't kill him off. So, yeah. So we know we got, we at least have the Millennium Falcon, yep. Snap Wexley, Wexley, Wesley, Wexley, Wexley, and then two others. Two which, other starships, right? So two other members of Black Squadron. Which I think currently there are only three members of Black Squadron flying around. Yeah. So it might just be all three. <laughs> yeah. Those three X-Wings and the Millennium Falcon is, yeah. wow. is the resistance at this point. Which is awesome. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I like these odds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we should probably announce that filming for episode nine has begun uh, mm. officially. So that's pretty that's awesome. That's news? Yeah. Yeah. Um, more comic news. We're getting a series called Vader's Castle, which yeah. looks oh, really, man. really fun. Really it's kind of that. got this spooky, haunted yeah. mansion, kind of Halloween style like, to it. Scooby-Doo-ish. Yeah, it's no, very what? Scooby-Doo. It's the mansion on the hill kind of I'll story. It. It's, yeah, yeah it's through. It. So I, IDW, weirdly enough, still owns some. They partner with Disney, so they release some of the comics, but they release yeah. the more kid-friendly comics. So they've oh, had okay. the Star Wars thing going on. 
for a long time that I didn't know about until I went to my local last week. Somehow I did not hear about this. And he's like, do you want this on your subscription list? And I went, <laughs> no. And I felt bad. <laughs> but it is for a lot younger readers, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, which yeah. is awesome. But I guess that's kind of a spinoff yeah. of that where it's going to be kind of like Vader's Castle is a haunted mansion right. for kids, kind of fun comic read. Yeah. Which it, It's loose canon fun. too, right? Oh, yeah. There's like, yeah. I saw covers with like Hera and Kanan yeah. and, and Anakin and Dooku. It's like they're just pulling every trick in, yeah. you know, in the, the, the Halloween bag. Oh, but um, like it makes me annoyed that I'm not a kid right now. Like all the yeah. stuff, like like you see, like the ABC books for kid, like buddy. I know. But like if I have kids, those poor kids are gonna hate <laughs> Star Wars by the time they can speak. Because yeah. like I ever, yeah, never mind. Go ahead. They'll like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. So that that Vader's cast looks fun, and we know that in um, I believe issue 23 of Darth Vader, we're actually going to. Talk about the Vader's castle arc yes. and and how he came to own the castle yeah. and and why it exists, why it was erected, why uh, what it's used for, you know, why why he chose yeah. Mustafar, all these kind of things. So uh, that Charles will be, be in. Yeah, that will that's not for <laughs> yeah. kids. That's going to be it's in a lot the, of severed limbs. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so more comics announced. There's mm-hmm. the uh, a new. A new uh, mini series was announced of uh, eight issues each. Uh, the series are titled, each series is titled, uh, one's titled Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion, and then oh, Age yeah. of Resistance. Yeah. And that's coming December next year. And what's cool about that series is each each uh, run will have eight issues and they'll feature uh, a hero issue and a villain issue that, that launch side by side. So they actually gave out the first um, hero-villain matchups for Age of Republic, Age Age of Republic, and that is uh, Qui-Gon and Darth Maul for issue number one. I wonder how that ends. And then <laughs> Obi-Wan and Jango Fett for issue nice. two, and then Anakin and Dooku for issue three, and Padme and Grievous for issue four. Padme Which is a strange Grievous. matchup, right? Yeah. Interesting. That is really interesting. That's yeah. the one I want to read the most, to be yeah. honest, because that's the one I couldn't. I never would imagine those two yeah. paired up, but I'm like, I, my mind's spinning. Is that going to them be battling from the sort of, like, positions of leaders of their respective armies probably like, yeah, yeah. Because, i don't know i mean she could just shoot him in the heart with her blaster but <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's not the way that goes down yeah <laughs> i was thinking uh they didn't announce the matchups for age of rebellion or age of resistance so maybe you guys want to take a take a whack at it see if we can mm, yeah. match up some heroes and villains that it looks like from the age of republic it looks like you know qui-gon and darth maul obi-wan and Django. it looks like there were some yeah. screen time exchanges between yeah. those characters it makes perfect sense well it seems like and not yeah. to maybe it's not going to be whatever the but it seems like issue one is episode one issue two is episode two issue three is episode three and then issue four is yeah. just kind of like a here here's a fun matchup that no one ever yeah. looked at before yeah, so, yeah, yeah yeah which i like so so issue one age of rebellion which original trilogy what do you think? Either Greedo oh. versus Han. Oh, <laughs> oh I like that a lot. I, like I was going to say, yeah, where it was the second one. Or, or, I mean, Vader versus Obi-Wan. That's my thought, mm. but I like Greedo versus Han. What about, what about Leia versus Tarkin? That would be Ooh, good, too. Yeah. Magusta, that would be yeah. great. All right, you, yeah. might, you might win that one. Um, I, I got Leia versus Tarkin. I was putting some matchups together in my head. Uh, old Obi-Wan versus One Darth of us Vader. was uh, prepared for this quiz you can let you at home decide who was han and jabba or han and boba uh for what are we talking about for for issue three i I mean i I imposed my rules on you immediately (laughs) which is something i do every time i have a debate is like first we have to settle on rules yeah yeah, yeah. we can have a discussion um that would make sense yeah you know it's funny for for issue two of the age of the rebellion i was thinking of um it's gone 
I just it, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be fun to do oh fun Lando and Vader yeah Sorry. that would be awesome Lando and Vader for issue idea. two yeah. yeah I was just thinking that I was like that's the a thing really is cool like idea. for every one of those you could I mean could be possibly mm-hmm. Vader because he's everywhere so it's yeah. like alright well what other like key you know, villains do you have it's like yeah. Boba Fett Tarkin's a good one yeah, yeah Tarkin's smart too. yeah Jabba um, like you said Jabba and Vader I guess those yeah. are the four and then the Emperor ultimately right it's gonna be Luke and the Emperor probably I love Luke and the Emperor that's a great idea yeah for the last one yeah Age of Resistance. Do we dare try that? Oh, there are a lot of good ones there. Yep. Again, could be Ray and Kylo for all of them. Yeah, you're gonna have a Ray Kylo. But it could be Hux Poe. Like, yeah, yeah. Because that's the I was like, who would you pair with Hux? And it would be Poe. And that I mean, would just be, for that, that first be, interaction. Oh, Lord. Oh, so I'm, I'm obviously, not sure how this a, is a Finn play and out. Phasma is a give me right. It's yeah. Oh, Finn and Phasma. Finn and Phasma. Yeah. yeah um, I don't really. Yeah, but I don't, same. I don't know exactly what the plan is for the comics. If it's actually gonna be them, they're just gonna be focused on, or they're gonna be doing backgrounds. It was like. It seemed like almost it was like, oh, like it was informational. It was not necessarily narrative. It was sort of the feeling right. I got off those. But if they're comics, then I don't yeah. know. You know yeah. I don't know. Maybe or there will it be short narratives. Or telling of the Star Wars story history through different perspectives. Again, I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. could, it would be really funny if it was none of the main characters. Or really cool if it was none of the main characters. And it yeah. was sort of like Nine Numb and like or something like. well when i saw padme and grievous i was really interested in seeing these more kind of like off kilter takes on you know heroes and villains we wouldn't normally think to match up so yeah. it's like could be cool to get like a han and kylo as the first issue of resistance because then it's like yeah. where's the father at oh, where's the son yeah. at you know it's not yeah. they're mm-hmm. not like diametrically opposed they're not ray and kylo yeah. right it's like just right. a little bit of an offshoot which i like um yeah cool we did good we tried thanks um <laughs> we tried <laughs> Good, uh, good effort all around. So, yeah. Solo, Solo, Solo a Star Wars Story 5-issue oh, miniseries yeah. was also announced. Um, so, that'll have scenes and events that weren't in the film, just like the Last Jedi comic miniseries oh, has cool. and things like that. So, that's I, cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I, I think the adaptation of um, Rogue One is awesome for that reason because they could borrow from multiple scripts, multiple shootings, right? I feel like the Last Jedi comic, as much as it's fun, Grant, you yeah. mentioned it kind of last time we covered it. It's like searching through that issue to find the one added. Usually, thing to just it. a line of dialogue, yeah. yeah. Because it's such a tight script, and right. there's not a lot to play with there. Yeah, it is. The artwork's wonderful, and I do enjoy reading in that format. But that's why I'm really looking forward to Solo to see kind of what you know they borrow, and you know they've released yeah. some of the details about what the missing yeah. or the um, the deleted scenes are going to be for the Solo DVD, which are interesting. Like I'm looking forward to the Han and Chewie snowball fight. They might have a whole movie there. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like yeah. a whole Lord and Miller movie yes. that just got deleted. Well, they're, they're teasing a lot of Han as an Imperial cadet mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of what yeah. that was like because we right. didn't see much. We just saw him fly across yeah. the battlefield and meet Beckett. We didn't really see. Right. And we yeah. covered this yeah. weeks ago, but um, poor um, John Kasdan put himself in the movie in a scene. He was like, well, certainly yeah. we won't cut that right. scene. Right. That yeah. actually got cut. And it was him as a uh, yeah Imperial officer. Right, right. Um, and yeah, while he's in there. I mean hilarity abound with han solo in the you know yeah in the imperial oh, world yeah. that's that's high comedy waiting to happen i'm guessing a lot of it's going to pop up in that comic too that seems like yeah. a good spot for that definitely yeah. definitely and we'll just segue right to books uh because there's also a han solo novelization coming out uh september 4th uh, by <laughs> mer lafferty i 
I feel bad for. Like I feel like I'm, I might be the only one who reads the novelizations. You are. I am. You are, yeah, yeah. I am. I'm weird like that. Uh, I've bought. I've bought the last two and I haven't read it. Okay. Just been like, <laughs> now, I just, no, I don't want to. Now that I've signed up for my public library, which allows you to download audiobooks yeah. for free because yeah. I can't afford to buy because audiobooks are freaking expensive. I, know, right? yeah. um, I will probably listen to the um, the the novelizations. So okay, that doesn't cool. cost me any money. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I feel bad for that author because there's a reason why that's coming out super delayed because yeah. he probably finished that and they were like oh by the way we reshot half the movie <laughs> yeah sorry here you go rewrite it <laughs> yeah i'm sure he was really pleased about that yeah, yeah. that's interesting because now when you brought up the rogue one uh miniseries for the comics you said it was had lots of interesting new events and details yeah. that were explored yeah. which is uh yeah nothing that there changed. was some shooting trouble there too yeah so, and yeah. i feel like a lot of it was like a lot of scenes that were shot that still fit into mm-hmm. the overall plot but they just cut for time reason or plot or, right. or plotting reason that doesn't work on film that works on comics right yeah. cool red well, we'll jump to thrawn alliances which i believe comes out tomorrow right oh yeah 24th yeah uh, 20 yeah. yeah the 24th yeah yeah, yeah um yeah, so uh, Timothy Zahn had some cool things to say. He said, this is kind of about Thrawn facing his future while Vader's facing his past. He says, like, you know, the Emperor is questioning whether Thrawn is completely loyal to him, a question Vader also has. And this theme of loyalty kind of stirs up these thoughts um, of, of Vader's own past, uh, you know, being loyal to Padme and Obi-Wan and then devoting himself to the Emperor and really, really interesting stuff. So that's going to be a yeah. fascinating uh, yeah. read, I feel. I mean, I love reading the, the any of the Zon books. Mm-hmm. That, the Thrawn Zon books are yeah. just amazing because he just gets. I mean, he created that character and completely understands the soul of that character. Right. My thought is, has he ever written Vader as Vader? I don't know that mm. he has, right? Because because mm. Thrawn in the old EU came in post post yeah, post, right. right? And so it was all Thrawn, and then he did write him an outbound flight, and he dealt with Anakin, but that was Anakin as a Jedi. And I'm trying to think if there's any yeah, time he's the, written a book in the canon Thrawn book. Uh, Vader's in it. Briefly. Towards the end, though, right? Like yeah. A little I mean, bit. They, yeah. they share an elevator ride or something oh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like that much, but yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see him spend some time with that character and what, what he does with that. Yeah. Th- yeah. Thron- uh, Zahn's great, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a book that I'm looking forward to more than I've looked forward to. I mean, I've enjoyed a lot of these yeah. books, but yeah. as far as one that I'm like really stoked about, the Thrawn book was was awesome. So it was riveting and yeah. really interesting. And um, I actually look forward to reading that comic too. That's going to be like yeah. awesome. It's, it's a good adaptation of yeah. it. Yeah. So this is, and to tie this in with like deep lore Vader stuff, which yeah. is, I just eat up like it's ice cream. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a great book. Yeah. No doubt. I don't know if it was Sewell or Timothy Zahn, but they're talking about someone asked him the question, what's the trick to writing Vader? And he says, Padme, you know, mm. look back, mm. find mm. Padme. There's no good Vader arc without Padme. So hmm. really interested to see more of that relationship explored. Um, cool. So E.K. Johnston is writing Queen's Shadow, which explores of, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. explores Padme's uh, transition from queen to senator. Also delves into her relationship with uh, her handmaidens. So it's really cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm really psyched about that. Like okay. I like the Bloodlines book is one of my favorite books because it really delves into all the politics of, yeah, yeah. of the New Republic. And yes. I'm like, Oh, you know, as much as I sometimes like joke about the prequels being like too political, I'm like, oh, but I'll read a book about that. Like, I just want yeah. a, a tome, like a history book that reads mm. like a history book about the, yeah. about oh, Star yeah. Wars. So that's cool. I That's always been a weird thing, right? In that, and they've dealt with it in, in some of the issues of dealing with like 
Padme going from queen to senator, the whole idea of like an elected queen and what yeah. what Naboo's right. political atmosphere is is fascinating to me. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope yeah. her handmaidens are like Fox Force Five, but like they all look the same, but <laughs> yeah. they different have like yeah. different like yeah. things they do that's like totally different and like very different personalities. Yeah. And it's like her cadre of of you know people that that help right. support her and you know get a 15 year old through this but like super yeah. talented super intelligent battle hardened yeah. you know like people and like give them like really cool personalities yeah. and like a great backstory like i would eat that up That'd totally yeah a lot of political intrigue yeah. a lot of like, right yeah yeah but it also fun. could be like snarky and fun and yeah like you know totally. like superhero and yeah fun flashy yeah yeah see i can't i can't see them going on to serve the next queen i imagine mm. that they're going to always either follow Padme or disband. I agree. Kind of yeah. Or ritually either. kill themselves uh, when, um, when the queen dies. I mean, I don't know. That would be They cool seem too. pretty loyal, so yeah, uh, it's, not, it's not out of the question, but at the same time, I feel like I feel like maybe Padme might fall into a kind of a dangerous circumstance and then, you know, some one of these handmaidens is going to come out of the woodwork. I can only imagine that. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of moment happening. I hope they're more than just body doubles, you know. That's all I, I'm yeah. saying. Like it'd be great. It'd be great if they all did different things, but I mean, it's really unprecedented uh woman of that age sort of becoming the youngest ever right to become queen. I believe so. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, you know, and you don't do that in the real world without uh you know, good people around you. Yeah. So says I. And finally, for the biggest drop of them all, we are going to get Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray. Mm. Set before the events of The Phantom Menace, the story follows Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan on a dangerous mission for the Jedi Order. (laughs) I have a Chewini named Audrey Rose, (laughs) and it's all up in our business right now. And she has just figured out, has she done this before? She figured out how to get on the table. Yeah, I know. My dumbass let her get on the table one time, and that was it. But that'll be fun, huh? The, yeah. Uh, yes. Qui Gon Obi Wan. Uh, yes. Well, that's mission. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much it's connected, but it, it well at least will connect a little bit to her short her her story mm-hmm. in certain point of view. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the real. Again, we talk about from right. a certain point right. of view. I think every podcast. Yeah. And that was like the coolest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this takes place before Episode One, right? I think. Yep. Is, is yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be the Qui Gon Obi Wan relationship early on, which. I enjoyed in the old EU, they had young adult novels um, that dealt with kind of Obi-Wan as in the Jedi Temple, like going through like being a tween in the Jedi. <laughs> oh yeah, I love those books. Those are really They're good. really yeah. fun. I could yeah. read them in like an afternoon. I think a Jedi like, Apprentice? Something like that. Yeah, Jedi, Jedi Apprentice, Apprentice sounds right. I, and they were so much fun. So and, much fun. And so I'm looking forward to getting some like... Like young Obi Wan again, like yeah. some teenage yeah. Obi Wan, which would be fun because he's still badass as like yes. teen, like he's yeah. probably the most like straightforward. Is and that mature? Is that Xanatos or what was that guy's name? The, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's like the rival kid. Is yeah, it, I wonder I if he's so. gonna be. It's, he won't appear. I doubt it. But it was when I was not working on my uh, graduate right, work, right. so <laughs> it's getting lost in Jedi Apprentice. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like I don't want to be an adult and read a kid's book. Um, there were also yeah. those comics that I think were like the I guess the second hyperspace war or something like that oh, battle over, yeah. over trade routes and things like that. Yeah, that yeah, I know yeah. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Yep. I remember that part but in, but ba- I barely remember. No, but I remember being but... a thing. Yeah. Um, are we, do we know because Claudia Gray writes both. I mean, the distance between these two things are becoming hazier and hazier every year, but right, she yeah. wrote both, both quote unquote, like grown up novels and young adults. Like I think lost stars is technically a young adult novel and bloodlines yeah. is technically 
whatever. But now it's like, like Lost Stars was so good. I'm pretty sure I, most people consider that for all people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not. It's if it's it's kind of like you haven't read Lost Stars. Later, and you're an adult. Read Lost Stars. It's similar, to like later Harry Potter. Like so, mm-hmm. she wrote Harry Potter. Um, for the age of the characters, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. end of the Harry Potter, they were 16, 17, 18. So, yeah. she wrote that for 16, 17, 18 year olds. And I feel like that's the same thing with Lost Stars, is for, for yeah. like, for those types of people to engage with it. But, like, a 12 year old would be lost in that book. Right. Right. For those that haven't read Lost Stars, it's yeah. like it, the story is about, you know, a girl and a boy that live, it's a little, you know, West Side story. Yeah, you know, totally. Right. From one planet. And they, you know, sort of, yeah, very West Side Story, actually. Or Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then, um, but their story parallels uh, pretty much A New Hope all the way to, gosh, all the way to. All, all the way to post-Endor. Because I think, I think yeah. yeah, it's, I think it, yeah. Yeah. And um, so just for the, like, background stuff, yeah. like, they yeah. were in those battles, um it's great, but it reads great and um, definitely worth your time. To there read. is, and we may have talked about before. There is a minor character who is part of the rebel, uh, part of the empire, who's f- who is from Alderaan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah which that's is a cool. fascinating like yeah, subplot of that. Like, that? how do you deal with this mm-hmm. being loyal to someone who yeah. blew up your entire? Oh, yeah, like, and it's minor spoilers, but like, let's just say one goes to the the rebel alliance and one goes to yeah. the it follows the empire. Path. Yeah, and it's sort of so you get both of their perspectives. Yeah, so sort of like. So it's like the 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 love story is really second to this really cool yeah, point of view yeah. um, from these two people. Yeah, I just I love the way Claudia Gray engages with the material, like and just of like being able to play around with the stuff, but be true to it. So I'm looking forward to to seeing her do more Obi Wan and Qui Gon. Yeah, I love Master and Apprentice. I remember listening to that book. Yeah. I think actually mm-hmm. leaving here one time, driving home, and yeah. I listened to it twice. I went back and rewound and listened to it yeah. again. I mean, if it's anything like Obi Wan and Anakin, I'm on board. That, yeah, that was yeah. a great series. Yeah, that comic series awesome. Well. Yeah. Um, so I imagine it's sort of being like that, but really more Qui Gon in my life. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Love Qui Gon. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that they haven't really not much has been done with him with the new EU, right? Like the new extended universe, new canon. Not, not much to do on. with it, man. We don't, we know. But yeah. like, it's it's odd because they have, and I feel like they're starting to finally figure this out. Like, do we do you either decide to recanonize everything that was written in the old canon that is pre mm-hmm. that is you know pre episode one, mm-hmm. or do you decide that's new fertile ground and you're gonna let people play around with it? And I feel like they're kind of not f- deciding that yet. But that's all Qui Gon era, right? So we just don't get right. a lot of that, which is right. frustrating to me. I I, I think unequivocally they're going to create new content I think, I whether think so. they sort yeah. of adopt facts or not it's second to the fact that they want to make money on it again so they're yeah. just right. going to be you know yeah. maybe they'll adopt some things but they might as well do it over again well yeah. and then give people more more content more yeah. things to buy and more things to enjoy although obi-wan does provide another perspective uh to qui-gon whenever qui-gon's trying to teach him Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's that much contrast in that relationship, whereas the Obi Wan Dooku relationship would be fertile ground for an extremely interesting story and of you know philosophy and yeah this kind yeah. of dueling views. You know, I mean, like they're they're he, very yeah. opposite, right? Like All those I two want, characters. Yeah, totally. If there was a comic of that, like of the comic series, where it was just literally Obi Wan spinning around in his manacles <laughs> at the end of episode two. And it's yeah. just every, every panel is the exact same thing with him, just in a slightly different position, but yeah. having like a battle of the wills <laughs> yeah. with Dooku, I would buy that. And yeah. it'd be my favorite comic ever. 
You know, if that's that's the one to do after this, right? They did Obi-Wan and Anakin, then they go back and they do Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, and then they go back and do Dooku and Qui-Gon. Yeah. yeah. That would be amazing. That'd be yeah. really interesting. That's for a little round then, right there. And then yeah. Yoda, Dooku, Dooku, right? Yeah. 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 That would be great because Dooku's, awesome. Dooku's the other one that it's like I can't get enough Dooku. Right. Yes, and there's agreed. a lot. There's a lot in um, Dark Disciple. Which we and about. I mean, yeah. all you want to see is Qui Gon and Dooku interact, yeah. and we've yeah. we've never gotten. That. I like Dooku as yeah, because right. yeah. yeah. they were they might have been conspiring a little bit. They weren't exactly on the the lightest shade of of the light side. Yeah, yeah. you know, they're both willing to bend the rules. Yep. Quote, exactly. Right? And so like yeah. I yeah, and and to see, I would just love more Dooku as a Jedi. It's just yeah, fascinating territory. It's fascinating. Yeah. yeah, and you know, Qui Gon has a particular set of skills. <laughs> I mean, in the archives, it looks like there's a bust of Dooku. Yeah, in one of the he must have yeah, done one of the he must have done something seven heroic. You know, I can't believe yeah. they lost. Yeah, seven, maybe twelve. No, I think it's seven. seven. I think you're right. Did he just commission that with his? Money from Serrano, or did, did he actually I mean, earn that bust? The opulent of... Jedi that are, yeah, you know, wasting away in their yeah. ivory, yeah. literally ivory towers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little on the news. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That's it for Comic Con news. Uh, there's some, there was something, some stuff at the fashion panel, but I didn't really catch it. Did you guys catch anything else that we didn't cover? I didn't. Did you get anything, Ben? No. no. I heard there was also fashion. Yes. Yeah. I I nothing of all the other things, things that have nothing to do with with Star Wars that yeah. happened at Comic Con, but that does not right. serve its yeah. place here. And um, I'm very excited about other stuff. Mark yeah. Hamill has been seen with some facial hair. <laughs> yes, uh, facial hair now. Facial hair watch. Facial Speaking hair of back. itchy beard, yes. okay, yeah. a little bit, but um, we'll see how that goes. I mean, one can only assume he could just shave. Yes, on any given yeah. day. Yeah, and then lie low for two weeks and then have that same amount yeah. of stubble. But he was just having a blast dressing up in different costumes mm. and fooling people the entire mm-hmm. Comic-Con, which is hilarious. The stormtroopers yeah. and stuff like that. Like just It was He's wonderful watching his yeah. Instagram account and Twitter account. He is literally the best, man. He's, yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to think he is the uh, Luke Skywalker we deserve. Yes. Um, super, guys. So we're going we're gonna to cut it there, man. No, um, next week, we're going to get into uh, The Last Jedi. You guys yeah. might have seen that movie. Um, it is going to be really fun i've seen it quite a few times but none not recently it's been a while and um i actually i was at a house yesterday and someone was watching it and i just saw it like <laughs> out of the corner of my eye and i'm like it's so beautiful it is. yeah it's it so is. yeah beautiful yeah like it just it's eye candy um whatever so your that, thoughts great. are about that film mm-hmm. you can't oh. but College. She's made that it is the fun. most uh, beautiful of all the Star Wars films. I feel yeah. like shot. Yeah, yeah, um, great. So we're gonna do uh, a retrospective on that, and mm-hmm. then after that, I think we're gonna start digging in on um, Hero of a Thousand Faces. Yeah, um, I know Grant's been cheating already what? and has like a you know a lot of notes I have already. A lot of Campbell books. So yeah, yeah. He's read I might a lot of Campbell. A few texts, so. I think I've already seen his like highlighted and noted book. Um, Impressive. But uh, that's going to be fun, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I was going to say it's going to be fun. It'll be great because I, yeah. I haven't read that book in maybe 20 years. I'm having and, um, this yeah. perspective. Grad school awesome. flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I am, yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about the hero's journey from, you know, the Aristotle to Campbell to, you know, we'll just talk about the evolution of the, yeah. the monomyth. Yeah, yep. exactly. And it's sort of, it's interesting because, yeah, Star Wars sort of. It picks up at different spots of the hero's journey totally. in different trilogies. Yeah. It overlaps. It yeah. does it in long arcs over nine yeah. episodes, over three episodes, over one episode. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I think that's going to be fascinating and, um, I haven't seen anyone else do it. So yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll let you know next week kind of what our ideas are for what we're going to read. So if you want to read along with us, you know, what, uh, yeah. sections slash chapters we'll totally. cover. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Join the star Wars weekly book club. Awesome. Um, thanks for listening and may the force be with you.